Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. It is a new month at Gals Guide Library, so gather your easels, dust off those canvases, and get ready to make some art. Because we're talking about artist gals this month. So let's introduce our amazing gal pals for this month. First up, she is a Gals Guide resident artist who I read from her CV makes colorful paintings of women throughout history. Did I get that right? Yeah. It's Bonnie (laughs) Fellenworth! Yay! So, Bonnie, tell the good people about yourself and your art, darling. I'm Bonnie Philnorth. I am, see, what am I now? I'm the vice president vice of president? the Scout Library. Yes, you are. Congratulations. Clap, library clap, 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 clap. manager. Yes. And I do uh, paintings of women throughout history. I hear they're colorful, though. Yes. There you go. Okay, right, right, colorful. <laughs> yes. Love it. And today I totally used a book as a bookmark. You used a book as a bookmark. <laughs> it has happened. There has yep. been bookception now yep, happening. There was Got a it. smaller book and my page wouldn't stay open, so I just put another book in oh, it. Oh my goodness gracious. That's why it. she manages the library. This is yep. true. Thoughts like that. Yeah. Ideas. Lots of books are right. Right. Yeah. Yep. Ingenuity. All right. So next up, uh, she doesn't consider herself an arts and crafter, oh, but she it. can make some art out of some food flavors. How about that? Hey, Close. Delicious art. Somewhat. You know what? I like it because yeah. it's taken me a while to realize that cooking can be art. It totally is yeah. an art. Yes. I was like, I don't have an artsy like thingy, but. But you have food. Yay. So I do. Audience, it is Katie <laughs> Harris, everybody. Yay! 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 So, Katie, tell the good people more about yourself. <laughs> well, I am now the president of Gals Guys. Yes, <laughs> Leading us fearly, in t- fear- fearly, fearly into 2020. Fearly and fearlessly. fearlessly. Both yeah. are yeah. happening. <laughs> yep, exactly. We're going. <laughs> oh, and maybe even rekindling my baking career because I made us chocolate chip cookies tonight. Yeah, so, it. reviews to come. Um, anything Katie makes is like 10 out of 10. Uh, Highly recommend. We'll see. This was like some pantry digging. As I said, I didn't have a debit card for the last week, so I haven't been to the grocery. (laughs) But I think you guys are still going to be like, how'd you do that? Because you're magical. Because you're magical. (laughs) Strawberry cake. That's strawberry lemon cake. Oh, it was good. Yeah. yeah. I asked I for two once? random things. I'm like, I feel like strawberry and I feel like lemon. Do whatever you want to do. And then <gasps> I died and went to heaven. So it was great. Well, lemon's <laughs> always the way to go. Exactly. Love some lemon zest. So next up, we have a returning guest. Uh, she's one that's usually always with us on Zoom, but she's actually here in Yay! the library. Coolest she's, night ever. I know, right? <laughs> yes. All the way from South Dakota, everybody. It is Claire Lockhart. Woo! <laughs> so, Claire, remind the good people all about yourself. Well, hello, my wonderful friends. <laughs> yeah! I am Miss Art World, South Dakota. Yes, you are. And I create representational oil on canvas paintings that interact with criticize the history of the poor treatment of women i mean i paint dudes and man caves (laughs) it's fun and sometimes they're shirtless it's lovely (laughs) thank goodness for equality yes it's time someone painted men like they're french women yes paint me like one of your french girls yes exactly i love it as long as you don't run me over with your car no 
I told Claire my Leonardo DiCaprio oh, story. And I told, Bonnie, did I? I yeah. told you the, okay, all right. Katie, <laughs> you've heard my Leonardo DiCaprio story. I have. Trey had not, okay. though. All right, Trey had never heard it. I think okay. the viewers need to hear it. Oh. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> I'm sorry. I already <laughs> derailed just, it. You can't just lead with that. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, I know. Okay. Is it in the show notes? Uh, no. Because <laughs> it's better when told, honestly. I, it yeah. probably doesn't even read that dramatic. All right, let me see if I can do the quick version. All right, so, um... Picture a road, everybody has one in town, that is the main through fare through town so you don't have to get on the freeway. It's 25 miles an hour, maybe 35 miles an hour, but everybody goes 70. You know, kind of envision that kind of road. Well, in Los Angeles, there's a road called Wilshire Boulevard, and there's a whole bunch of shops along it, and it's really an old city. So these alleyways are one way. Only one car can fit through them. And you have a car going 70 miles an hour behind you as you're trying to quickly turn into these little alleyways. Well... I'm obsessed with Blockbuster. Remember when there was Blockbuster? Yeah. So there was a Blockbuster on Wilshire Boulevard. I'm getting ready to turn into the little alleyway. There's a car behind me, so I'm trying to go as fast as I can. I turn the corner. Some idiot in a Hawaiian shirt runs across the street. It's flailing behind him like it's a freaking superhero cape. He stops right in front of my car, puts his hands on the hood... And I say, look out where you're going. And I look in his eyes and I go, Leo? (laughs) (laughs) So Leonardo DiCaprio had his hands on the hood of my car, runs across the street to his Range Rover where he gets into his car. And I'm thinking, no, I've totally lost it. That can't be Leonardo DiCaprio. I go into my blockbuster. I say, by any chance, was that Leonardo DiCaprio? And they're like, yeah, he just lives up the street. And I'm like, tell him I am very sorry for almost killing him. That Thanks. was about six months or so before Titanic came out. Oh, you would have been the most hated woman in the world. Absolutely. Oh. I would have been dead, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> he would have been dead. I would have been dead. There would have been no show. So with that, thank you, Claire. <laughs> it no, makes, you're fine. It all cycles it's, back, though. Right, exactly. Because I paint yes. men in Hawaiian shirts. Oh, yes, you do. In there you go. Cave, so. See, very it, nice. It works. It works. It totally works. I love it. Sweet. Uh, well, as for me, I almost killed Leonardo DiCaprio, and I am Dr. Leah Leach. <laughs> uh, I'm getting used to having the, starting to get used to having the artist label attached to me. It's very kind of weird. Um, I've been a closeted artist for more than 30 years, so I've been showing no one and telling nobody. Uh, but I've been around fantastic artists like Miss Bonnie, Ta-da! my inspiration, Yay! like Miss Art World South Dakota Claire. Um, and then Katie's always like feeding me with chocolate and sugar, mm-hmm. telling me that I'm pretty and I should believe in myself. So I, kudos. What I do. Takes a freaking village with me. <laughs> um, and Nickel Plate Arts, which is where our library is. So I've been leaning into showing my art and all that kind of good stuff. And it has been absolutely wonderful to kind of embrace that. But I'm a newbie. Now, speaking of an art show, before we dive into our cool art gals, uh, let's look at the Gals Guide calendar for this week as we're still getting used to this wonderful feature. Hey, what's that? What do I see? Oh, we have an art show that's happening. Wait, what? How does that tie into? Oh, okay. Uh, So from March 4th to the 26th, Gals Guide is hosting Boosting the Signal Women's History and Art at Nickel Plate Arts Campus. We have 20 artists and 34 pieces for sale right now in the show. They're absolutely wonderful. It was amazing. We had an opening night last night and uh, everybody was there but Katie. What did you think, Katie? <laughs> well, here's the problem. Yes. We had pajama day at school. Oh, uh, yeah. And then I got home and I was like, but I would have to put on clothes, take Oof, off pajamas. Yeah, that's tough. 
That's really tough. I was there in spirit. You were in there in spirit. My exactly. pajamated spirit. This was is there. true. And probably before you go, I'll drag you over there and be like, look at the cool art. Definitely going to happen. <laughs> and then we have, uh, what is it, next Tuesday? Yeah. Our, oh, our, Wednesday. 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 Yes, I, will, I will be there on Wednesday. Yay. I okay, promise. there you go. Yes. Sweet. We're going to have about 500 oh. kids come through the campus. Oh, my. Uh huh. Because it's all the kids oh, art that's downstairs. They're also going to go into the Stevenson as well, and so they're gonna see our lovely art. Oh, nice. I yes. can't wait to corrupt them in that way. <laughs> uh, but Bonnie Claire, what did you think of the art show last night? It was amazing. It was Woo! awesome. And yeah, I got to buy a print from an artist I really admire. Who's this artist you really <laughs> admire? You, What's her name? You may have heard of her. Okay. Before. It's okay. B- B- Bonnie. Right. Flansworth? Yeah. Flansworth. <laughs> got yeah, it. Yeah. Oh my God, she's amazing. Bonnie, freaking cool artist. Bonnie, have you heard about this lady? Yes. Oh, wait, it's you. <laughs> so yeah. excited to add that to my collection. <laughs> exactly. See, art, love, and art. Um, I will also put a link because uh, the show is online as well. So you can look at pieces and you can purchase pieces um, online. So. Uh, for the week of March 7th through the 13th, we do have four more awesome events, and I'll try to go through them pretty quick. So on Wednesday, March 9th, we're going to be open till 730 because all those elementary school kids that we were just talking about mm-hmm. are going to be on campus. So you can come and intermix with the little kids, too. You know, try and fight them off for all the cool comic books that are here in the <laughs> library. Uh, but kids and adults, welcome to come into the library till 730 on Wednesday. Friday, March 11th, we are having our fancy arts reception from 6 to 9. Many of the artists will be in attendance. Claire will not. She's going back to South Dakota. Totally understand you have a life to live. It's a little bit of a drive. It is a little (laughs) bit of a hike. Yes, exactly. But many of our artists will come and the library will be late that night as well. Saturday, March 12th, we have two events. First up from 12 to 2, we are having our monthly stitch and bitch. So come to the library with your crafty project. We always say... You don't need to be stitching, but there will be some bitching, all right? We have a lot of fun. We also have cross-stitch kits and coloring pages if you happen to forget a project. So that's Saturday from 12 to 2. But in the middle of Stitching Bitch at 1 o'clock, we're going to be on Facebook Live announcing the award-winning authors of the Gal's Guide Anthology. So three special winners will be announced, and I will have details about ordering your copy of the anthology and how we're going to do a People's Choice vote, too. Mm. So it'll be really cool. It's Facebook Live. Anything can happen. Right, Claire? What did you say? Photographer? Oh, Photographer. I, I pronounced photographer as photographer. It was amazing. Ooh. Not ironically. <laughs> fully, genuinely. You had it in your, you're like, that's totally the word. That's to- mm-hmm. I've done it many a time. Wasn't so it's what it was later lovely. when I had the epiphany and thought, did I say that wrong? Right. And you're like, yes, yes, you did. Okay. It's totally fine. And it was adorable and it was great. It's, it's the South Dakota accent. Yes. Oh, it was totally your ascente. Yes, I believe it. Uh, so it is Women's History Month and we have a ton of great activities going on in the library all month long. Um, it's kind of what we do all year long, but at the same time, you know, hey, it's March, so come check us out. Check out the calendar events at galsguide.org. But now let's get into Artist Gals Month. And normally I say, Bonnie, you're up first. However... She has something interesting that ties into a date. So we're going to go with the person who drove the farthest to the podcast recording. Claire is going to go first. (laughs) So Claire, who do you have for us, darling? Okay. 
So I have an amazing French surrealist photographer. Yes. And first of all, I'm going to put a caveat on pronunciation. Okay. Sounds good. So their name is Claude Caha. Yeah. As far as I can pronounce the best I can. Right. But it's spelled C-A-H-U-N. Yes. And in Midwestern American accents, Cahoon is perfectly acceptable. Oh, okay. Mm. And then I also want to quick mention that that's not their birth name, but their chosen name. Yes. Mm. And I think it's most respectful just to do that. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. If they chose it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then I'm typically going to be using gender neutral pronouns for this person. Mm. Perfect. Because even though during their lifetime you typically use feminine pronouns, it was 100 years ago. In France, mm, and right. language was a little different then. Right, exactly, yes. And the reason I'm opting for this is because a lot of contemporary scholars do, but there's a quote from Kaha, and they wrote, Shuffle the cards, masculine, feminine. It depends on the situation. Neuter is the only gender that suits me. Oh, mm, yes, okay. then they is perfect, but yes. she, her is acceptable as well. Right, right. Perfect. So I just wanted to apologize for my French pronunciations. Oh, good. We get to do fun with French. (laughs) And just have that because the scholarship may change in the future. And so if I'm like, this is 2022 and this is what I think is the nicest thing to do. Fair. So Claude Caja was born in 1894 and lived through 1954. And they grew up in a wealthy, connected family in France, Mm -hmm. which gives you some... Uh, like a foot up on being in the art world. Yes, true. How, however, they were a group of girl and also Jewish mm-hmm. and ah. had poor health, too. So there were a lot of disadvantages. Gotcha. Like, um, when they were a little girl, it was during the Dreyfus Affair, and I believe her classmates tied her up with jump ropes and pelted her with rocks one day just oh because gosh. of the Jewish ancestry. Ugh. But when... Kaha was about 14, met a girl named Marcel Moore. That also isn't her birth name, but her artist name that yeah. she chose to go by. And it was like lightning struck, I think, mm. is the record of it. Ooh. So they fell in love and were like teenage sweethearts, Aww. but stayed together their whole lives. Yeah. And what wow. was pretty remarkable is their parents didn't dissuade the relationship. Oh, nice. So in the rare early 1900s <laughs> in france and this is at a time too where you have the concept of the new woman which is yeah kind of like the american flapper mm-hmm. and apparently in europe people were afraid of oh no if women are slightly androgynous men will become women and oh chaos <laughs> you're like and <laughs> but they had uh, i guess a strong relationship and what was pretty interesting is after they'd been together for several years Kaha's dad and Moore's mom got married oh so they ended up becoming stepsisters hmm. but oh. they were adults right yeah. but it actually worked in their favor because yeah. then they could live together oh and it's like they're, they're sisters yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay and that, they could nice. have like public affection they're sisters it's fine no right. one knows oh nice so they moved to Paris in the 1920s and that's when you have surrealism taking off. Oh, okay. But for those of us who have learned a little too much about our history, surrealism really Which is favors... mostly you and Bonnie. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's, you know, rich, white, cishet, Christian men who right. live in Paris. And they're queer women. Uh, and right. also Kaha was Jewish. 
so so totally in that club then (laughs) like they were in the same circles as like andre breton and so forth but they were pretty much rejected because women they can't really be artists they can't possess artistic Mm -hmm. genius it's so hard to hold that paintbrush (laughs) they can only draw fruit yes if they're lucky (laughs) because this is I mean, women haven't even been allowed in academies for a century mm-hmm. yet, just a couple yeah. decades. It's ridiculous. If, if their father's a master painter, <laughs> then they get to draw fruit. <gasps> oh, how lucky. Count your stars. Well, that's <laughs> until they get married. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> to a man. And then they're done. <laughs> but they collaborated a lot on artwork, too. And Kaha's artwork really focused on identity and about gender politics and a lot of things that are very relevant for today and this is a hundred years ago in the 1920s and one of my favorite pieces is a photograph taken by well it's attributed to Claude Caja but a lot of times it turned out Marcel Moore was actually the photographer Mm. oh yeah but Caja would make the costumes and set up these scenes and did all these different characters and it's called self-portrait I am in training don't kiss me it's from about 1927 and i found a copy of a silver gelatin print of it and i'm going to describe it to you because because it's a podcast i'm such an art teacher i love to do this (laughs) so it's a vertical black and white photo okay with a black drapery background and kaha is dressed up as a strong man Ah. So they have on a nude bodysuit mm-hmm. with tattoos drawn all over it. <laughs> and on the upper rib cage on the chest, it says, I am in training. Don't kiss me. And there's a pair of lips oh. drawn on it. Uh-huh. And there's tattoos all over the skin of the bodysuit. Mm-hmm. And also, Ka-ha, as the strong man, is standing on their left foot. Oh, nice. And they have their right foot crossed over. They yeah. have gauntlets that are shiny black on their wrists oh. and like leg warmers plus, you know, silky gym shorts. Right, of course. And then there's this big fake barbell over the <laughs> left shoulder. So the big black spears. Right. And his right hand is on his head and it's got that like barbershop quartet haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's dark, parted down the middle with two little curls on the forehead. <laughs> Very but, menacing. But... <laughs> With all this, like, strong man, everything, the makeup is unusual. It's kind Mm -hmm. of like Betty Boop. Yeah, yeah. With little hearts painted on the cheeks. Uh (laughs) And this is just one of my favorite prints. And I've always had a hard time finding where these prints exist in reality. Yeah, right. Because we can find these on the internet pretty easily. Yeah. But this one, I did find out, or a copy of it anyway, was sold at a Sotheby's auction in 2005. Okay. Well, before I tell you how much it was cost, oh, I, I want to share, like, yeah. this artwork didn't get to be displayed in public because, <gasps> gasp, women mm-hmm. making art. Uh-huh. And, and playing like, with gender roles, too. Mm-hmm. So there's two strikes right there. And also being a Jewish artist. Right. Yay for discrimination. But this art didn't get to be displayed during their lifetime or sold. Yeah. In 2005, it sold for 55,950 euros. Gotcha. Which is a little, if I did my math correctly, over $80,000 today. Gotcha. Okay. To an artist who didn't make any of that money off of it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's nice that the work has value. Yes. Cool. But... 
this is why I really encourage people. Like, yes. You like an artist? Go buy their stuff. While they're living. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yep. I, w- I wish I had more money. I would, <laughs> I would not just buy the prints. I would buy the actual artwork. But Right, exactly. But I have to sell my art to buy more artwork. Right. <laughs> it's a pyramid scheme. It totally is, it but really, it's the opposite yeah. way. I get money and I figure out how many new works of art I can buy in exchange for it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so Kaha and Moore would do all these photographs and they're exploring gender identity and expression sometimes it's ultra feminine like Mm -hmm. fairies and rococo characters and sometimes (laughs) they're very masculine there's a lot of gender fluidity going on even though Mm -hmm. this wasn't terminology back then right right this is terminology we use today yeah Yeah. and part of the reason i reinvigorated my interest in learning about kaha was during the pandemic i've been making a lot of self-portraits yeah yeah so the pirate painting i brought to the exhibition oh it's so good (laughs) so (laughs) i make these realistic looking oil paintings where i'm dressed up as my supposed ancestors of course yes and it's not just the women ancestors i mean i was Mm -hmm. buying starting to buy bulk fake mustaches and i'm like i should probably start researching what my artistic historic lineages and like oh yes Claude Gahab was totally doing this a hundred years ago see yeah and even though it's photography it's still some very similar themes yes and it's exciting to know that other artists have been dealing with this and it's fun to add to that conversation yeah and Kaha had written under this mask another mask I will never be finished removing all these faces. Yeah. So it's just this outward presentation we do and that exploration yes. is just something that I think is very contemporary and we can still connect yeah. with. It's something that I love because I love Joseph Campbell, a uh, hero with a thousand faces. Mm-hmm. The idea that we've been telling many of the same stories again with different heroes with a different face. But also he'll dig down deeper and say, we all wear a different mask in different situations. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're the mask of the daughter or the mother or the friend or the, I really don't like your political, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like different things that we wear in different time. And so I love that idea of identifying the different masks that you wear and playing because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> and when they were working together, they even created books. Sweet. And Kaha would do a lot of the writing and Moore would make a lot of collages and photo montages. And there's a book they made called Disavowed Confessions. And I think it's pronounced The No Avenue. Ooh, look, French. (laughs) I'm going to say yes. Sorry. (laughs) So I'm bad at my French. So, uh, my French teacher told me not to speak it. Uh, <laughs> I took six weeks of French and oh she no. went, your mouth I mean, doesn't work that way. Sacre bleu. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. That is green. <laughs> right. <laughs> so for this book, there's only one original piece that still exists. Oh, my gosh. And it's the cover and it's in the National Gallery of Australia. Oh. And so in 1929, they made this photo montage and I'll do a quick job of describing it to you. Oh, that's cool. But Moore made this. And wow. it's pretty much achromatic. And in the center, there's a big eye mm-hmm. with a pair of hands lifting up. And underneath the hands, there's a mouth cut out. Mm-hmm. And on the bottom left side, there's like a fortune telling ball a crystal ball yeah yeah yeah. crystal ball there you go and it's multiple images of kaha and their head is shaved because 
they would do like different hairstyles. Right. Everything. Yeah. And it makes room for wigs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, definitely. My wigging would be so much easier if I would right? cut my hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's a pair of hands holding it. So it's kind of like a big magnifying glass. And on the opposite side, so in the bottom right hand corner, there's a globe with a pair of hands wrapped around it. Mm-hmm. And that's the only original piece, I believe, from that book. So oh it still gosh. exists, but it's in Australia. I mean, at least somebody's, you know, taking care of it. Yes. So that's nice. I mean, another reason to have, like, you know, a library. library. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just saying, preserving and protecting <laughs> material. But in... Interesting. Oh, you found it, too. Yes. Bonnie's really good at, like, going, just briefly mention it. Yes. <laughs> I'll find it. <laughs> well, in 1938, they moved to the island of Jersey because Paris yeah. was, you know... Um, hmm. There were some Nazis. Yeah, there was. Oh, yeah, you said 1930. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. Slow on the ketchup. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 30s were bad. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'm from South Dakota, and I, it seems like with your legislature, too, it's mm-hmm. controversial to say Nazis are bad. You get yes. to say that here. But officially, on the record, I'm going to say yes. genocide is bad, yes. anti-Semitism is bad, uh-huh. homophobia is bad. Correct. Oh, being mm-hmm. a Nazi is bad. Yes, it is. I want Always that. has been. Yeah, yeah. Always will be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they moved to Jersey. Okay, gotcha. And, and not New Jersey. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, old, old, Jersey. old Jersey. Old Jersey. So it's Jersey the island. first. Oh, and the Jersey. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and when they were there, they resumed using their birth names. Okay. Because they decided to thwart the Nazis. Oh. And they were... They made a cognitive decision to do this, and they resumed. They like assumed these characters of little old ladies. Oh, they're in their forties, nice. right? Mm-hmm. Early fifties. Like, let's pretend to be eighty. They're pretending to be ancient little grannies oh who can't God. be up to nice. anything. <laughs> and Moore didn't register as being fluent in German. Okay, nice. And Kaha did not register as being Jewish. Nice. And they dress up as little old ladies <laughs> and they made thousands of pieces of propaganda uh-huh. and it was all about trying to make connections with the german soldiers they they knew like the the hardcore nazis no they could yes. connect with them right but they figured there was some humanity and they were trying to encourage them by saying you know what your leaders are reaping all the benefits right. you're just going to die right exactly. go home to your family yeah and so they were pleading with them to like think for themselves right don't be part of the machine and run yeah. away from the army yeah and they made thousands of documents they would put they had a secret typewriter that they weren't supposed to have <laughs> and they would change the ribbon Ooh. and they would type with different pressure yeah. to make it look like lots of people were doing this. Ah. They would use different kinds of handwriting. Yeah. They made photo montages. They would hang up photos and houses that were being occupied by the German soldiers. They would slip notes into Nazi pockets on the street. Oh, my god! They would put papers inside of magazines to be sold. They would also put notes inside of cigarette packs and leave them out. And then the Nazis would pick them up and the soldiers would pick them up to get all their propaganda. Oh, nice. And it was all the soldier with no name. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to freak out the German government to think that this was a huge movement. Yeah, that there's tons of people. Not. To <laughs> little old ladies. Two little ladies. I mean, they're so old. They're in their 40s. Oh, boy. Oh. And Moore would even sneak in 
at night after curfew into graveyards and put, make subversive crosses to put on the Nazi soldier graves. Oh my gosh. And they did this Look at that. for four years. Oh! <laughs> wow. They got ratted out. It, yeah. It's kind of sounded like like Salem witch hunts. Right, there. right. I would like my neighbor's property. I'm going to say there. Oh, you know. mm-hmm. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they got arrested in 1944, gotcha. and they didn't deny anything. Right, right. They were very polite, and they're like, no, we totally did this. Right. This was us. And it, the jailing situation was horrible. They were kept in isolation. The way they were treated was awful. Their home got looted. So yeah. remember, they these were upper class people. Right. And... Mm-hmm. So they had the the time to do it. But I love that they had, like, they didn't have to work. Yeah. But they used their power for good and not evil. This is what they decided to do. I yes. wish more rich people would do this. I know, right? Oh. <laughs> it's like, we're supposed to think Batman is cool. Uh-uh, I like Claude Cahan <laughs> there you and go. Marcel Moore. Yeah. They literally fought Nazis. Right. And they were in jail and their home got looted gotcha of course by the the german soldiers okay i was gonna say probably by the neighbors <laughs> and also the neighbors <laughs> yeah, like yeah. they would hear reports yeah. that they would see people in town wearing their clothes and oh right. they stole their art collection like of they had course. stuff that would have been millions of dollars mm-hmm. today oh yes but it was all taken Aww. um and then when they were in jail, they found the artwork that they had been creating. Yeah, yeah. And then they distributed it as a way to humiliate them. They're like, look, these women don't know how to behave like women. <laughs> oh. <sighs> I think right. they also said it was pornographic. Of course mm. they did. There was, there's no naughty bits in it. Right, exactly. <laughs> yes. But. <laughs> Any label that will stick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but while they were in jail, they're in isolation, but they would still manage to like get pencils snuck in and they could sneak <laughs> messages to each other and it's Aww. pretty fascinating uh, one of the books that i consulted it was called paper bullets two artists who risked their lives to defy the nazis oh it just came out in 2020 it's by jeffrey h jackson okay. and it does use their birth names for it but that's what they were using at the time right right so it's it makes in sense. context yeah and it was pretty fascinating on just all the subversion and all the heroism they did. It was amazing. I love that term, paper bullets. Yes. That's really poetically (laughs) beautiful. Yeah. And in 1945, they were sentenced to death. Wow. Because all the evidence was brought before them. Like I said, they didn't deny anything. Yeah. And apparently... All the Nazis were like, what? Women are smart? (laughs) They could figure out propaganda? No. (laughs) And they're like, how did you learn how to do propaganda? And they're like, we've been seeing advertisements our whole lives. We're smart. We put it together. (laughs) It's not that hard. And they're like, our propaganda is actually different because it encouraged you to think. That's different from what you guys were doing. See? Yes. Discouraging you from thinking. (laughs) (laughs) And they were supposed to like asked to have their sentence commuted i think is the right terminology okay. for it. Yeah. but they're like no we did this right and it was like getting delayed because they didn't think it looked so good to execute two little old ladies oh okay mm-hmm. gotcha oh but one of the things with the trial too so they had like hundreds and hundreds of pieces of evidence and they're like is this all of this and they're like um no, no this is maybe 10 percent," <laughs> which really freaked them out because it oh. meant that only 10 percent of what was found by the soldiers actually bothered to report it to the uppers right and oh, yeah. they would encounter in jail other soldiers who were deserting oh and 
uh, when they left, they actually would give Kaha their Nazi bird badges. Aww. And she called Dirty Birdies. <laughs> Dirty Birdies. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. But in 1945, Jersey was liberated. Yeah. And there's a photo that I came across recently. It's a self-portrait by Kaha. And it's called Self-Portrait with Nazi Badge Between Her Teeth. Oh, it's in the Jersey Heritage Collection. So you can find some of these photos on the website where they lived. And it's Kaha standing in a doorway outside in her old lady costume. So she's got a kerchief on. The sun Mm -hmm. is shining on their face. Looking like a little babushka. (laughs) And they have that Nazi badge right in their teeth. It's fantastic. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But Kaha, unfortunately, never really recovered they had health problems their whole life and then being in nazi prison right not so good made things a whole bunch worse Mm -hmm. and so they died in 1954 and Moore lived until 1972 and unfortunately committed suicide oh my goodness so like they're i give you the very abridged version of the tale there's a lot more twists and turns and tragedy with it but i want to like leave on a upper note on right exactly of their badassery oh (laughs) they're so incredibly wonderful and inspiring because their work alone on the surrealist photography with exploring gender identity and who we are and just yeah that personal narrative of picking their own names and everything right is so incredibly relevant and then we add on top of it all this Let's thwart some Nazis. <laughs> exactly, which right? Which is unfortunately inspiring and relevant for today. Right? Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? And so there's a lot of the photography online, which is great because... Yeah. Kaha's missing from a lot of art history. I'll bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a person I never encountered in my undergrad. Yeah. And didn't learn about them until I was in graduate school because I had a fabulous art historian professor. Nice. And was really excited to be able to dig back in and learn more about them, especially yeah. because it's more relevant to the work that I'm creating. Right. But there's apparently a good collection on the Jersey Heritage Collection. Okay, cool. And that's online. You can search through and there. And I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes mm-hmm. so people can find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The San Francisco Museum of Art has some on their website, too. Cool. And I was trying to find the closest place that physically had work. Yeah, yeah. And the Institute of Chicago has a hmm. sculpture Kaha made. Oh, hey. It's called Object. It's from 1936. It's this weird... It's surreal, of course. It's of weird. course it is. It's yes, It's a yeah. weird eyeball sphere that's sideways, and then there's a hand on it. Hmm. Oh, is it on... Do you know if it's on display now or I just that Chicago has it? I think it is on display right. now. Okay, gotcha. But, but I haven't it, been able to change. go there to verify. Yeah, this is very true. <laughs> My daughter was actually on the Chicago Art Museum website because she wanted to see a particular work and it's not on display for two more years. They can only take wow. it out every five years. Oh. Yeah. Is so. it a sculpture or a painting? It's a stamp. Uh, the Great Wave. Oh, oh uh-huh. usually with the yeah. print collection. Yes. If you are very, very nice yeah. and you contact their print department ahead mm. of time. Oh. Sometimes, and this is for a lot of right. museums, if you make an appointment and yeah. sound very official. Right. And you, they often have a room for print viewing oh. and you can go and they can show it if it's if it's like a readily pullable print. Right, exactly. So yeah. I would recommend Ooh, contacting. She's always wanted to see an actual 
print of it. Yeah, okay, the wood. hokusai. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they're yeah they're just extremely rare, and there's only two in the country. So she's like, hey, this, the other one's in the mat. <laughs> this is this is my advice room. I didn't learn this till grad school, but if yeah. You talk, oh, nice. If you arrange ahead of time, right, and be really really nice, mm-hmm. and maybe throw a little donation cash in there as Ooh, well. Yeah, I've never <laughs> even tried donations. <laughs> I mean, you just throw that out there. You know what I mean? You have a donation bin, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but usually, if you're like there for academic research, right. or if you're like, mm, I'm with the library, right? Exactly. I know a library, mm-hmm. and I know a student. But so yeah. I haven't tried to pull that with any photos but yeah on the next time i'm fortunate enough to be able to travel right exactly be like it's research for a podcast just you know past or present i miss art world south dakota (laughs) this is true this is all you need let me look at your we were talking about your cv and how it needs to be seven pages it needs to be one big bold font that says miss art world south dakota Um, period the abridged version is seven pages it's really long I uh, faded in the background, just <laughs> like a South watermark. Dakota. Yeah, like back behind there. Yes, the we, exactly the little sash. Mm, oh my gosh! Yeah, my uh-huh. CV is just up on my website under like clearlockhart.com. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Slash CV, and it just goes and goes and goes. And goes. I love it. But I love showing my artwork. Yes, and you should. That's the whole idea. And I love acknowledging the wonderful places that host my artwork. Exactly. Happy to have two of your pieces for one night only. Wait, now I'm in the permanent collection. You are. Aww. Claire gave me a dinosaur for the library. Nice. See, exactly. <laughs> That's why I had to put it right up there. I will find a better spot for it, but I'm like, it's going right there for now. Yes. <laughs> well, if you want to hear more stories from Claire, yes. she has an amazing podcast. Exactly. Tell us the name of your show, darling. Oh, yes. I have yeah. The History of Modern Art with Claire. Yes. It's a podcast about yeah. modern art history no and i host it <laughs> no way wait a second it's slightly subversive <laughs> i actually include a couple women in it no they did exist what in the past this is so weird it's <laughs> amazing well if you look at like most art history books yeah it seems like there's no women yeah they kind of don't See. exist thank you for sticking up for the ladies uh, and i will put a link in the show notes oh, too wonderful. so people can check out the history of modern art with oh, Claire. Yes, Black and art. that would be uh, <laughs> good context for the surrealism too. Yeah, there's yeah. a whole episode just on surrealism. Oh, sweet. And so there's a little section on Kaha. Yes, because you're talking about mm-hmm. yes, exactly. A but whole big art movement. It's yes. It's so nice to be able to share more about this amazing yeah. artist and I hope I if it doesn't inspire you to make your own expressive artwork, right. choose your own name, at least it'll reinvigorate your hate for Nazis. Yes. I like suck. it. <laughs> I think that's gonna be the description of the episode. Okay, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Did you ladies have any questions for Claire? Dun 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 dun. So so Oh nice. Claire's well, thorough. Exactly. She's on it. All. Yeah. She knows what questions that we would even ask, even if we were going to ask them. And she's like, I'll just add that in. Well, my middle name is Voyant. <laughs> Clara Voyant. I see what you did there. I'm sorry. Nice. <laughs> How many times have you used that joke? Please tell me it's the first time you've ever used it. Just lie to me, Claire. It's the first time I've ever used Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. And people laughed at it. <laughs> oh, okay. That's probably fair. That's probably uh, nobody fair. gets it. Really? <laughs> They're just not clairvoyant. (laughs) I like it. All right. Well, that wraps it up for us this week. Join us next week for another cool woman of history as the Gales Guide podcast continues. Thanks for listening. 
For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>